Hi, this is Lori Jean Canella, singer and songwriter. And I want to thank you for being here today, listening to this podcast. I've had some really nice listens, and I see this podcast is growing. It's going on a thousand listens, which is huge for me because it just started out as an area where I could share a little bit of my personal self for those who listen to my music and had wanted to know more about me and Spotify, um, who runs Anchor, that's where my podcast comes out of and goes to Spotify and iHeartRadio and Pandora Podcasts and many other cool places. They have suggested for us singers to do a bit of a personal podcast. And then, of course, I did a radio show over 10 years ago when I was just trying to keep myself above water really for a lot of different reasons and um, so I kind of have that in me I know how to do it really well so I start getting into a little bit of the political aspects of life in general being a woman so I, I can't help that but definitely this is an alternative lifestyle so this time I'm doing a podcast about being fulfilled and I think what really brings me brings this up to me is I had always felt really fulfilled growing up. My dad did a really good job at making me feel comfortable in the home. To my mom, I, I just was pretty much everything that you could want in a daughter. Um, the extended family, the same way when I'd see them, I would it would just be boasted about how wonderful I was, how I looked, how I acted, just pretty much everything. And that, that extended out to uh, boys and then a bit of older boys when you start dating friends. So I had a really pretty easy life. And in my town, I had that nice circle around me. Of course, when you leave that circle, life is completely different. So I know this now. So just have that in mind when you have that and then you leave. But what stopped that for me is I got married way too young. I was a teenager. and. Um, a marriage was not what it what it what I thought it was my meme and Pepe had it it was not like that at all I was basically a slave and I had to clean and he was never home and when he'd come home I'd yell let's get food on the table uh, to keep it warm like hurry up and get it on the table or, or he just would lose it he'd ridicule me in front of his friends and he'd double date just as friends, question, question, question mark. So where I was a 10, you know, what happened to me now? I turned into poo-poo. So, I mean, I got best looking in high school and now I, I, I always put on makeup and pretty clothes and now I was just on my hands and knees cleaning floors, no curled hair, barely time, or even wanting to put on pretty things and makeup, losing a feeling of respect that I was feeling for myself. And I was tired because I was cleaning, cooking, paying the bills and working. And so with all these things, it causes pauses and stops in your life. And what happens is you start having intervals in your life because your life really basically stops at that point because it's not your life anymore. So once you've disconnected from your life for any reason, no matter what circumstance you're in, 
you're feeling completely detached from who you are. When is it okay? When is the time okay to pick up again? And just take back yourself and be you. Now, the stereotypical things of being a female, I made a list of them, will be kids, college, menopause, injuries, grandbabies, and then maybe babies later in life. Now, obviously, that doesn't leave any room for your life. So, I mean, with me, I think, why would I want to get married and have to go through all that? And my choice to leave was when I slid down a hill carrying my husband's clothes. And I said that was my last straw. And I left. And I felt I didn't sign up to be a slave. That that's all I was. But that that was my decision at that time. I, I just broke. And, and that was the last straw I couldn't handle anymore. But let's say most people stay and they, they do what they have to do, no matter what life they chose, and whether they got married or uh, what other road a female has, has gone down. Time just goes by so fast. And then even if we haven't gotten married and had kids, maybe we went to college, maybe we went right into work. And then of course, if we decide to have a baby, maybe not even being married, you've got your baby and then of course our bodies go through all these changes um, so all these things that are going on we have to stop we have to stop and just take a breath and relax and go through that change go through that time you know take it in as a positive thing and not not get really hooked up in the negativity of it because that's not going to help us when it we those angels come up for us to make that change take advantage of that moment where we see an opening where geez maybe I'm going to have time to be me and be something for me and I know that sounds pretty deep well be me but honestly if you're really being realistic I mean do we really have time to be me with with all these stereotypical things that we most of us end up doing um or whatever other path that we're in we really don't have time to really think about ourselves and go deeply inside to maybe what our dreams are our aspirations um the things that make us feel deep with respect and fulfilled with me, I mean, 15 years of, of um, having to sit behind a desk or wherever else, whatever other companies that I had worked at and really, really very hard times working being a woman, leaving that secure situation that I was in, leaving the state, leaving home, very, very difficult all those years but I worked really hard through those to a point where I can sustain myself at least um, so that I, I can make a choice of what I might want to do with my life today and I feel very proud and very happy at the point that I'm making a, a new change and start in my life and a lot of women do this after the kids after college maybe even after helping raise a grandbaby. And it's an exciting time. And whether the interval comes earlier in life and maybe you do your dream then or something that makes you feel fulfilled then, that's wonderful. 
maybe you'll pick up again with it later if something else comes up. But it's okay if there's interviews. That's, that's one thing I, I always like to stress of its importance. But the other thing, too, I think is really um, kind of interesting to me to share is the fact that what's important to me um, it doesn't like let's just give you some things I thought of so my questions are okay so my dreams have been because I watch a lot of people I watch Carrie Green a lot um, with a female entrepreneur 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 association there we go um, I love her I think she's wonderful my dreams though um, come from wanting to feel fulfilled as a woman. Now, my big dreams, the first thing that people will ask you when they're helping you search for what your dreams are, what kind of things have you thought about doing that excite you? And they try to have you combine it into your your dream job. So at this point, I'm not necessarily looking for my dream job. I'm more looking to feel fulfilled. And I love helping other people, but my dreams outside of that, just saying you write the stereotypical list of things to find what you're looking for, which is what a lot of people do. I've always wanted to fly to other countries, sell books, be on TV. And, but you know, when you think about it realistically, there's a lot of questions to that, which there's means, purpose, and safety to all of those. So though I can survive taking care of myself, there's a lot of means that go with doing all those dreams. What is the purpose behind it? How important is it to me? Where is it really going to take me in my life that I really feel I have to do those things? I don't even have an answer to that one, which is really important to me. If there's no purpose in it, and first of all, why would I put my life in a safety risk traveling by myself, which I've done before within the States. I've had enough trouble doing that, never mind out of the country. But when, when all these things, the means aren't there, then you have to question the safety. What is the importance of the re relevance of this where you're making a path of a choice of a dream or a decision of what you want to do with your life if you have no purpose at the end of it? And I used to just think randomly, oh, it just would be neat and fun because it would be fun maybe to be up on that stage there. I'd have a video of it. People would see me. I'd have something to hold on to. Well, when you get older and you kind of pass that, we're talking like a few years later, not like 10 or 20. It's funny I'm seeing this now, but I've had a lot more time to think. Um, really, I mean, I have pictures and I have videos. And how many times do I need to look at myself? I can do that right now. So it, it, there really wasn't enough for me to set up a whole dream plan to do these things. So I thought, I started doing soul searching and I thought, hmm, you know, okay, business, question mark, not really, depending on what kind, that's not really my dream to open up my own business. Well, when I was younger, I wanted complete control. So I wanted to open up a business. So I still like the feeling of having control, which I do have, I work for that. Money from others, it feels cheap to me. Um, I'm not a salesperson. I'm not inheritedly wealthy. Um, I was lucratively working. That was taken away from me from being injured 
Um, I tried to sell books and music. Both of those were taken away from me. Don't ask how that happened. A lot of this stuff is online digitally, but... So I was also harassed by certain social medias for my personal story and journey that I had been sharing. Facebook and Twitter have been wonderful. Instagram's been pretty good. So you get down to my list of things. Okay, so my list of things is of importance is God, my gifts, um, which would be my inner soul, and my insight, which is really my strongest gift. So I feel if I can go through all that I did, surviving, not having my body sold, clinging 15 years behind a desk or other places where I would be positioned to work in other companies, to sustain myself, sustain myself, that that is really strong, that I, if that really should be right there what my my goal should be should be to share that I've done this and that I feel fulfilled yet I already felt fulfilled before I did it all so that's going to be kind of a journey going back and forth kind of what happened in between there other than me trying out marriage and leaving how I could feel so fulfilled and then go out into the world on my own and then not feel so fulfilled and just struggling through the 15 years working end up being hurt and then to a point where okay now I'm at home and kind of like okay what do you want to do type of thing so I mean I could have been a stereotypical girl that stayed at home in-state married living with a boyfriend somewhere but I really I mean especially when I was actually when I was younger that's when I said the hell with this to all that. I just did not want to do that. I mean, adamantly did not want to do that. So I left home, and so for me to survive all this, I really feel I have gifts. So I think, what can I give to you? So I wanted to give messages of strength, information, gifts um, to you. I haven't figured out the gifts I mean, I mean, I haven't figured out how to pass on gifts through what I've done in my life. It's all just kind of coming clear to me now. People like Carrie Green, I watch her weekly video, and she means business. She has a weekly video at YouTube, and I, I just listen to her over and over again. And even if I'm not opening up an online business, I just always take in a lot of things from her. I watch many other women who I find fascinating uh, that have YouTube channels that have cooking shows and anti-aging shows and just what they do around the home shows and oh I marveled at them. I mean they're just, they're such a wonderful example for me to follow to be able to know how to talk to you and relate to you and pass on what I want to say to you and they're just so brave to let people come into their home and share their lives and their experiences and a lot of them have had um, nice jobs and they instead stayed home maybe with the kids or decided to stay home and do videos because that was a job they wanted to do and start a video channel but I just um, have been so amazed and they have inspired me 
no matter what they're doing on their channels, but that really has been something that's inspired me. So what I was going to do was just talk about intervals and how it's okay and to not not feel like you have to rush through life and just don't don't lose your breath during your life and just stop and take a breath and pause and and don't worry if if you think time is passing you by and you're never going to get your chance to feel yourself completely 100% because once you're in something I understand you can't just walk away from responsibilities I mean your main goal is to take care of your responsibilities that's definitely number one so I mean you have to do that and once you've gotten to a place where the responsibilities might not be as heavy of a load then you, you feel that and you know that it's time to take more time for you and there's nothing wrong with that and that's why I would love to have a mother's show I just have been talking to more and more women because I was so used to reaching out and relating when I had the radio show for women over 10 years ago and just it's just such a good feeling only a few women I reached out and um, just talked to about my podcast and what I'm doing now and to their feelings on certain issues and it just felt good so like last week I mentioned Kathy Clark and it is Sandra Osborne by the way last week when I was mentioning the two moms that I did the autism segment with um, it's Sandra Osborne O-S-B-O-R-N-E but I had done the autism segment with them and it felt good to reach out to these moms and Carolyn Betts who also is another woman who has an autistic child uh, he's grown up now all these kids are older now from these moms who have autistic children but I reached out just just to get a quote or a line from um, how the, the food nutrition makes a difference in their, their uh, autistic people's lives in their lives that they had in their family and it just felt good to connect and bring in my connection to how food helps me and my neurological deficits from my head injuries and things that have happened to me and now I had a really difficult time a few days ago and I'm finding that I need to get another leg brace which I was fitted for oh gosh almost 30 years ago I can't even find the prescription of the doctor who filled it and what's really funny is I'm finding out after 10 years your medical records are pretty much thrown out from these places and I think that's an absolute riot because where I set up to look like this nutty woman and I was just running from this horror stuff like over 30 years ago I really have to laugh now because not only can I not get any of these records which I went out and got a bunch of legitimate records but whatever whomever was trying to do what to me sell me or whatever they had their own little very tiny pile of records that they were just passing around like photocopying by the hundreds and just putting them all over the place to make my life heck after I was somehow taken down in a hospital initially that that hospital closed down to all this craziness 
and there's nothing there now. So it's like, <laughs> I really, really had a laugh. I said, boy, they must be just thinking what a waste of time because these people get so crazy. They really think there's going to be this, this um, gift at the end of this whole thing that they're doing. Even if they haven't really caught up with you, it's, you know, like there's a rainbow or something at the end of all this hell that they've caused. And now they really have nothing lucrative on me at all that they went through so much trouble to set up. And I, it's true, I've had a lot of stuff done to be taken from me. But really, I didn't set up my whole life to gain from anything like that. So I had nothing at the end of my road to lose. They too. And I just, I really, really had to laugh. But getting back to my, my foot brace, because now I don't have any records on that, I have to go all over again because I have mild hemiparesis on my right side, of course, because of the anoxic event from the anesthesia it left me with that. So my body's really getting tired trying to drag around my leg because the further abuse from them down the road, because I kept running from them, which I've been very open about, left me with more injuries. So more head injuries, it's harder to carry my body. And I couldn't figure out why I was having a hard time, which I'm very open. I come on here and say, oh, I've had a bad day and this happened to me as far as physically or whatever else I'm sharing. Well, a couple of days ago, that's how it was for me. I was really having a difficult time, more than, way more than usual. And so I finally figured out that I probably could benefit from another leg brace. And the reason I threw my leg brace out many years ago was because the thing was so heavy and clunky. And I thought it was worse than having to lift my leg. I had to lift this, this huge, heavy piece of plastic. and. So I thought they must make better materials today. I probably feel like I'm floating. So anyway, I started the process of calling my doctor and I already have a, um, a name of a doctor. I haven't been referred yet, but I don't know where that's gonna go to. There's no, not much information out there. I don't know how, they, how much they can help me at this point, but that's my, my next step because what it does is it, that's another uh, way of alleviating the stress from my brain sounds weird I know but it's almost like my brain is trying to pull that side of my body that isn't moving on its own so if I have a, a leg brace my brain is just kind of relaxed especially what's kind of sad is I got hurt the worst on the right side you can see my pictures to my song my odyssey especially up on Spotify you can see the cracked bone in my head and in my eye is just very sunken in I can't even get enough makeup to cover what's been done but it looks a lot better than it looked before but of course my right side's going to be harder to drag now since I have that head injury over there as well and then I have one on my left side unfortunately where whatever I was hit with I don't know crowbar or something because um now I you know I have the glasses I have to wear to, to help and I can't always wear the glasses because they're too strong they almost give me a headache because they're trying to make that part of my brain work through the lens of the glass versus on its own and that really starts to throw me off but and a lot of that happened with the actual coming in with the crowbar or whatever is because I stopped checking the windows when I came home and I just you don't think when you're coming and going you're trying to make your life as routine as possible and not let off that you're paranoid and just keep that whole routine which I always had stressed that because when you don't, then 
unfortunately, which is really sad, your life becomes more of muck because then you're, you show up as being vulnerable and then you get picked on in your life and it really turns worse. But when I would leave for the day, it was very pick a lock. And then, of course, they'll leave the windows open if somebody wants to get their hands on you. So, basically, that's obviously what was happening. Because I would, like, barricade the door, and people were still getting in. And I would wake up and have injuries all over me. And I'm like, I just could not understand how, because I went through so much trouble. And so I finally figured out, I mean, it's very easy to climb in a window. Because I think, what, are they coming in through the air conditioner? I mean, they take the air conditioner down. I'm like... That's too much trouble. That would be hard, but no, it's. I mean, I had always had, when I was running from the use, I had always had things in the locks picked. Always. There was almost never a lock I could sit there and buy that wasn't pickable. So these locks were not anything to, to feel completely safe of. But I didn't push a lot when I was renting, so. But. I am, um, in any money or possibilities that I would have coming in to do other things, always just disseminated somehow. Gee, I wonder. But <laughs> so I wanted to leave all this message with you, and I learned to make the simple things in life happiness. So I'm going to leave you with my third copy of Simplicity that I think I finally got right. And the first time I'm changing the cover of this podcast because the cover's so pretty and I want to do something different. And I hope that you enjoy the song. Thank you for listening to me. Lori Jean Finella, singer songwriter. I'm sure the heart is pure and simple, it just. Wants to be loved, it just wants to be sure. Simplicity is ensure that you'll never be afraid of what's to come and that your mind will be alone. I hope we all find what we want. I hope we all find what we're looking for This is one confusing world Simplicity is Ensure that you'll Never be afraid of What's to come and That your mind will Be alone Our heart is pure is gold, it can find love in a grain of salt, it just simply wants not to be alone. Simplicity is ensure that you 